Quiet on the set. Camera speed. Sound production, take one. Action! 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges, and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. That's right, we're talking 2022's Scream. Hey man, you want to watch a movie? What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Semi-Social Movie Club. It's a new year, and we're talking a new movie to get it started. But first, as always, I'm your host, Cody Wilson, alongside the Velociraptor Wrangler himself, AJ. How's it going, buddy? Doing well, man. You doing all right? I'm doing fantastic. Feels uh, feels different being back in here, man. It's been uh, yeah. There's some upgrades, some upgrades, and uh, I feel went like it's through been the holidays. Too long. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. But we have one of the masterminds of horror with us himself. Jimmy is back, baby. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Like for all of y'all that know, I think the last yeah, last time you were on was just the round table. Yeah. And so I miss Johnny's face. I know, man. He Johnny <laughs> wanted to be here and then of course the the shift around happened. And so he was like, Hey, keep me updated. I was like, Hey, I'll do that. So he was like, I told him I'm going to send him a list of movies and make these are the next five. Choose one <laughs> or two, whichever way you want to go. So it feels good being back, man. Uh, how's the studio been? It's been good, dude. Yeah, there's, uh, like I said, been working on this, trying to get these. Uh, so I looked up sound blankets and uh, needed something that had a little bit more coverage and a little bit more keep than the um, more foam because I was just going to buy more foam. Yeah. And I was like, man. I'm not gonna foam the floor like to like floor to ceiling, and so I looked up sound blankets and they're like pretty expensive <laughs> because they're <laughs> thicker. <laughs> they're insulated pretty well, and so they're they're meant for that. But turns out they're identical to moving blankets, Ooh. and they still have like that insulation in them. And when you hang them off the wall a little bit and you double it up like I have, it really like keeps the sound all right here. And uh, but now I'm on Adderall, so <laughs> I had the patience to put this all up and like. Usually I get ahead of myself with everything, but I was able to come in here. I was like, I'm going to work in the studio. I'll be done in a few hours. And she was oh, like, yeah. my wife was like, okay. I come in here, I move everything out. I pull all the staples and nails out of the wall. I pulled every staple out of 45 pieces of stone or foam <laughs> that were stapled four times. Sweet and, damn. Like, wash the walls down and everything so the hooks would stick and put it all up piece by piece and I didn't get ahead of myself and then I put it all back together and Sailor was like all right uh did you get it all wrapped up I was like yeah come take a look and she was like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's like you did this in a few hours I was like that's the beauty of Adderall yeah that's what uh the lady was trying to get me to get back on like Adderall or Ritalin or something and I was like hold up hold on so I just started taking gummies every morning, <laughs> and that is a uh, work has gone smoothly for like the last two weeks, <laughs> just because like I get to work and I'm like, how am I focused? Like, what do I need to do? It's so, like everything gets done, and I'm just like, I'm not used to this. It's like noon and everything's done. What the hell am I supposed to do for the next five hours? Yeah. So hell yeah, after all, I'm afraid, man. I'd be like, oh shit. So <laughs> have you had a good New Year? How's your how's twenty two or twenty twenty two been treating you? Uh, good so far, man. 
Got to start a starting a diet soon, so that's gonna be fun. So uh, I'll see how twenty twenty two treats me then. <laughs> but you know, just pickle juice and cat food all day, yeah. all day, dude. That's it. How'd you know? That one works because <laughs> the pickle juice makes your mouth salty, but the uh, the cat food makes you throw up. Oh so hell yes! Having okay. a salty mouth helps salivate you more, so you can <laughs> use that to drink, and it like it serves as a meal. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Rock does it. Allegedly. Oh, okay. okay. See, I didn't know that. That's perfect. Trying there to be go. like The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> so with all of that being said, you know what's really awesome? You can head over to Facebook.com slash club. Give it a like. Give it a share. Let people know that you're listening. It's our first episode back of the year, baby. We're ready to be in the hot seat. And guess what? While we're in the hot seat, damn, we have a movie to talk about today. Mainly just because we don't have a lot of housekeeping with it being the first episode back. So um, you got caught up, everybody. Yeah, and what did we eat? We ate fucking popcorn and yeah. all, all theater shit. Dude, that's all I did. <laughs> just straight m and There was popcorn. no watching this at home. And um, that was, it was fantastic to have like, did all of us see this in a movie theater? Yes. 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 Okay, cool. That makes it even better. So, dude, um, it premiered like most some most movies these days premiere on Thursdays, and we went on Friday, which is like the typical premiere for like yeah. high schools and stuff. But like when they say even like midnight releases now, it's like really you can see it at seven o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, yeah the day that's before. when I went to see it. Yeah, and we had a plan to go together, and then I didn't have anybody to watch the kid. And uh, but then Friday I was like, well, you're going to my mom's, and I even asked uh, some friends of mine if they wanted to go, and they're like, we can't go till Tuesday, and I was like, I'm not waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so I went Friday night on premiere night, so yeah. say with teenagers there. Opening night. Yeah, opening night with teenagers there, and they were some rambunctious kids. Yep. And. I wasn't fucking bothered the least bit. That's how good this movie was. Fuck yeah. I walked out and Sailor was like, I was so scared every time those kids made a noise <laughs> that you were going to flip the fuck out. And I was like, nope, well, let's talk about this part of the movie. And no, let's talk about this. It's like, I didn't give a shit. We're the same way. I also took some edibles before I went, <laughs> so <laughs> it may have helped. But Dude, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, it is the least bit of talking in a fucking theater, I lose my shit. I'm like, nope. It did Especially because I worked at AMC for so fucking long that it's like, people, if someone came out and they were like, I'm just trying to watch my movie, I'd be the first motherfucker over the counter like, yeah, let's go. Who's talking? Point them out to me right well, now. We had, you know, we bought our seats, you know, that morning or that after or that, or that noon. And then we, you show up and you get the bucket. And so the bucket refill is four bucks and we showed up with enough time to fucking not have, like, even in line, they were taking forever, and the kid at the counter is this new kid, but he's, like, way too fucking charismatic, and just, yeah. you can tell he's, like, just got this job, and he's just... Trying to make a good impression. He's, it, it seems like he loved drama class at high school, but <laughs> didn't get it, and he's, like, over the top, and Sailor's like, oh, man, because I don't have, like, patience for shit like that. But I didn't care. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing fantastic this evening. How are you doing, guys? And I was like, <laughs> man, I'm great, buddy. What he's, What are you guys going to see? Scream? Because I had my fucking Scream hoodie on. <laughs> and Sailor had, like, Scream earrings. It's like the fucking vi- the TikTok video of, like, hey, man, can I get two tickets? For what movie? And the dude turns around with a fucking Spider-Man mask on. It's like, no shit. What movie do you think I'm here for? Yeah, dog? exactly. And so I'm like, yeah, man, uh, going to see Scream. He's like, I heard it's a good movie. I was like, hell yeah, I'm glad you heard that. And I'm just like real social. And I was like, let me get this and this and this. And then uh, Sailor was like, 
damn, I thought you were going to lose it with that guy. I was like, no. there's I'm, <laughs> Can't care. I'm coming to see this movie. I know it's going to be good. I fucking knew it. Hell yeah. So I went on a Wednesday where there was nobody. Oh. It was literally me and Phoebe. I got there and Johnny looks at me and goes, there's nobody in there. And I went, are you fucking with me? He goes, nope. Which, went, nope. which theater did you guys go to? Uh, VIP. I went okay. to AMC. I always go to AMC. I refuse to give VIP my money. I want to say where I went, but uh, I had a bad experience. Oh, did night. you? I mean, I've had bad experiences there before. Like when we went to see Pet Cemetery, it's all digital now. Yeah. So it like stopped and then it like came back on a minute later in a different part and it just kept happening. And uh, eventually we left early and we wanted our money back. And they were like, well, you can uh, – come back and watch another movie it's like no you're giving me my money back. you're like why would i want to yeah right i didn't think i was ever <laughs> gonna go back and then you know all of our friends they called us hey the movie didn't even finish and everybody got a refund i'm like i'm glad we <laughs> left early then yeah damn but the experience i had this last time was like one thing after another uh it's like flat soda they didn't have any cheese dip for the chips they sent us down the hall to the wrong theater uh luckily i was like um this says spider-man over here this isn't i'm not about to walk in on people watching spider-man oh on your on your ticket uh, no, they, that's what the girl told us. And oh. it was like way down the hallway. Because I, I got Scream and it printed off the tickets. It said Spider-Man. And I was like, no. But I just <laughs> went to the fucking – I had seats where they were supposed to be. No, she was like, it's down the hallway at like room six. And then I came back out and I was like, where is Scream? And they didn't even have a poster up for it. That's what pissed me off the first God, place. I was like, really? I love it. It's, and uh, it said Theater One – Scream, and I was like, "It's the first one." You made me walk all the way down the hallway, and we get in there, and the movie didn't start like on time. And the dude comes in there 15 minutes later. He's like, "We're having some technical issues," and uh, he's like, "It'll be on in a minute." And another 15 minutes goes by, and the movie starts immediately with no trailers. It's like, man, that's part of the fun watching the trailers. Watching the fucking trailers. So. There was all that, man. And then Gabby was like, can you go get a refill? I was like, I'm not moving out of my seat. I've already gone through all this crap at this theater. I'm just, Luckily, the, the, <laughs> the movie wasn't bad, and they had the picture right because I've been to movies there where they didn't zoom it in right. Or yeah, something. they didn't size it to the screen. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, it's on the curtains and shit. Mm-hmm. I have I have a bunch of regulars that they work back there. None of them have jobs right now because <laughs> whoever the, got the new manager spot just fired everybody. <laughs> so I knew. Oh, I met the awesome. last manager. He tried to hire me, but then they let him go right after he was talking to me about it. Look, let me tell you why I go there, Cody. I, I, let me guess, arena seating, <clears throat> even though they have fake surround sound. <laughs> let me tell you. No, the surround sound on Scream felt so good. They don't have actual surround sound, though. It's all It's all from the frontal view. So no, it, it, it was. So it was. It was <coughs> pointing off. All their surround well, sound canisters are fake. Whatever, which is hilarious. Whatever theater I was in, it was fucking fantastic yeah. because whenever they took like three shots to the che- to the chest, <laughs> I felt my chest <laughs> fucking beat, and I was like, "Oh man, that's, that's almost 4D." I wish we had. There's a place but, in uh, Austin that you like if like stuff like that happens you can uh, be sitting in a chair to where you feel it and i'm like cool. that'd be fucked up but at the same time it's like i kind of want to see every movie like that <laughs> let's go yeah but uh i go there 
because I can fill up my bucket for $4 <laughs> and I have uh, recliner seating. That's fair. I, I also feel my I, – I don't pay to have my bucket filled up, so I don't know. If IMAX was here, I'd just go yeah. there. Yeah, well, that's, that's my thing is I don't pay for IMAX either. So it's just one of those things that it's like I just when – I'm, when I go here in town, I go to AMC just because I worked there and I know everybody there. And then when I go to Little Rock, I go to IMAX because, like I told you on the episode, I have my AMC card that lets me into any theater. Oh, yeah. And no, so I've heard just, you brag about it. I've heard <laughs> you. I do that. All the time. Yeah. And so that's why I go to IMAX. Like, everyone's like, just go to the rave. No. I'm going to go the extra five to ten minutes up the road. I'm going to go to the IMAX. That way I can swipe my card and not pay for it. It's worth it. Yeah. It's a better picture. I've only seen one movie in IMAX, and that was recently, and that was the – uh, Matrix reissue. I'm sorry. So I didn't even uh, see no. Oh, the Matrix reissue. Right. Okay. So it uh-huh. wasn't Resurrections. It was the fucking original Matrix. Hey, so I haven't seen you since Matrix. Uh, since Matrix happened. Well, how, how are you feeling? We buddy? can skip that whole episode, man. Awesome, man. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Hey, you know what wasn't fucking terrible? What? Spider Man. Spider Man was fantastic, and you know, even after watching Spider Man. No spoilers. I haven't seen it. Okay, oh, so even after, damn. but I won't no spoilers. But it was amazing. It was perfect, yeah. right? And I was like, damn, no movie this entire year can beat it, right? And then I left Scream, and I was like, yeah, that but, was but better. Spider-Man was last year. It was different, but no, but like it's they're different categories. Yeah, but it was fucking the best Crazy. movie I had seen even all I'm last just, year. I'm just glad like, since the last, last year. two times I've gone to a movie theater. It's been amazing crowds this time. I guess Scream doesn't count since it was me and Phoebe only. But uh, but it's like both times we're in a movie theater and they were both fantastic movies, so I didn't feel bad for leaving my house. It felt nice. Well, on that note, uh, Scream uh, took the number one spot. Again this week. It did. And, you know, they went back to Spider-Man at one point, but mm-hmm. I guess they're back to Scream. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Scream, I think Scream had it for... Yeah. I even made it my background on my phone again. Was, was it like, one week or two weeks? And now, now Spider-Man got it back, and then Scream got it back this past week. You can't get week. mad that Spider-Man went back to the top because no. it's one of the top grossing films ever made. They said it's like Eight? made over a billion dollars yeah. worldwide. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. It's insane of how much, like, Endgame, dude. It's it's approaching Endgame numbers, isn't it? Or did it already surpass Endgame I numbers? I think it surpassed it. Yeah, I think like, it's, it's Just think about that. that. It took you a two-part team-up movie to get your views that fucking high, and then it was just like, hey, man, on the off chance that this movie is as good as everyone says it's going to be, we're just going to go no matter what. <laughs> it's yeah. like Spider-Man was just like, hey, guess what? Fuck you all! I did it again. <laughs> like it took the spot. Yeah, it it it's funny because yeah, like you said, the whole entire like uh, phase one of Marvel and all the way up to like uh, Endgame and shit. That was the biggest buildup, yeah. and then just the third Spider-Man movie. Was like, <laughs> and we got that beat. It's like, hey, man, but they did it the, right. They here's the conclusion the of this story. You know, set in phase four into motion, like the rest has so far. Of like, hey, here's all this new stuff, and it's like, thank you. You didn't have to go that hard, but I appreciate it. <laughs> that was good. So as of yesterday, Scream has made $87.5 million worldwide. I don't know what the budget was, but I'm assuming that it wasn't a lot. At least like crazy amount. I'd say there was a little bit of a budget just because uh, 
think about the camera angle going to the original house, Stu's house at the end, how it yeah. kind of did the pan thing. I was like, ooh, that's fancy. I didn't see that kind of work in the, I thought, the previous films. I felt like that was uh, like classic diorama yeah, yeah. style with like, you know, just a camera panning down over it. Uh, but yeah, to even build that set would have been crazy unless it was like a drone. Even old like Elm Street films, if uh, a past cast member like turns around and there's the house, it would do that zoom, zoom in, in but sucking out at the same time. It's like, oh, we're here. This movie was such – it was such a, a fucking nod to Wes Craven like yeah. in every corner though. Even yeah. as they – they're drinking, you know, they raise their glass and like to Wes, to the character named mm-hmm. Wes. Yeah, but, which was even – I didn't get it until literally, like, because it's four West hanging in the background yeah. for all this stuff. And I was just like, until it literally ran and said four West at the end, I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Now yeah. I, okay. And I yeah. guess that they're just befuddled. $24 million was the budget. See, that's not a lot. No. At all. And it's already killed it. So <laughs> let's go. Well, I mean, it, think about it, though. The, the only, and it wasn't even an issue. The only thing that, was less than what I had hoped for was that it wasn't as like brutal as I thought they would really kick that up a bit. But Sayla, her opinion, she was like, well, yeah, but um, she said they were going back to like the original. And I was like, yeah, but in the original, Drew Barrymore gets fucking gutted and hung in the first 10 minutes of the film. And in this was really just a lot of stabbing. Yeah. Like that was, that was the majority of it. But other than that, like there were, I had no issues with, and they were good stabbings. Like, they, they looked great. Well, and what I pointed out to Phoebe for a lot of it, too, is especially now knowing it was a $24 million budget of a couple of the names that they had in the movie, it's like everything looked practical. Yeah. Like every single thing about it looked practical. And so that was crazy to me. But uh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's quit doing this kind of talking. Let's get right into it and um, let's start breaking this thing down, man. Let's, uh, let's get to it. I only saw it once, so let's let's have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go see it again. I really want oh, to. Oh, I do too. All right. So let's start breaking it down. Um, in case you couldn't already tell by the way uh, the episode conversation has gone, we all really liked this movie um, thoroughly. Um, we, my, not all of us had the best uh, movie theater experience. But, <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, so I want to start with y'all. We'll start with Jimmy. What were your, what were your some of your like favorite points or like things that you want to talk about with it? Uh, well, when I left, it was funny because I was sitting there next to my friend James and uh, okay, Mikey Madison who played Amber Freeman in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spoiler alert. Uh, the other killer. Uh, when she comes in there on fire, she's all burnt up. I was like. Huh. Just like the chick from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's the same chick. Is it really? Yes. The same actress? So I was like, oh, she's Holy got a shit. skill that they hire for. Like, oh, she was good at doing that. Let's do it. Uh, a little stunt work. Oh, also, I want to want to point out real quick, uh, just to piss Phoebe off because I know she's going to listen to the episode, I called it both times. My pre-movie guess was right, mm. and then my second mo- my in-movie guess of who the second killer was was right. And she got fucking furious <laughs> leaving the movie theater. Yeah, we know. I told Sayla whenever you found out who it was, I was like, oh, I fucking called it. But at the girl, I still like, they tell you the tropes in the movies. You know the rules. 
and it's the least unsuspecting yep. unexpecting person. And I knew him like when we watched the trailer, I was like, it's that fucking oh, guy. Yeah, I, but I didn't see the other girl coming because I was like, it barely ever had her on screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I told. I and told that was Phoebe. clever. It made me fucking forget because I made her make a guess. Before we, I was like, I need a pre-movie guess of who you think the killer is. She goes, yeah, but there's always two of them. I went, cool, choose one. And she sat there and was like, um, I don't know. Who do you think? I was like, Jack Quaid, hands down. She was like, why? And I was like, because he's too obvious in the trailer. And then as we're, we're 25, 30 minutes into the movie, she goes, who do you think's the second killer? And I went, goth girl. She goes, why? And I went, because she's hiding something. That's the reason that she's blinking too much. And she was like, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, it's, it's my st- I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see her coming. Well, uh, Gabby, I think she said, because that's uh, Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she called called it with him. She might have called both killers because I think she was like, oh, yeah, the goth chick. Uh, I didn't call anybody. I was just being lazy. I was like, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to watch it. I don't want to even think about who it could be because I just want to be surprised. And like here was, uh, I really wanted this. That was the one thing that didn't make me happy about the movie is like, can you bring Stu back, please? Can you bring back Lillard? I know. But I uh, learned something uh, the other day, and I had to look it up like to get it correct. But Lillard voiced the flamethrower Ghostface and Stab Eight's YouTube trailer in the film. Oh, okay. So he had a little cameo. Yeah, he had a little cameo. I think there's other ones. There's all that's kinds actually of, really cool. Okay. Yeah, there's well, that, all kinds of that. Easter eggs. So I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the beginning of the movie felt so like like when you watch it in the trailer because they put that like opening clip that was like the three minute clip on YouTube. Yeah, that was of the locking, unlocking, locking, unlocking. I was like, God, this is the most like modern technology bullshit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I sat there and I was like, well, fuck yeah, if I fucking locked my door on my phone and then it unlocked, I'd be fucking terrified too of like, how the fuck is this happening? Like, like what the fuck? But I do like that it went back to like cloning the phone and stuff like that, like they had done yeah. before. And I was like, that's, that's a nice little nod. I like that. Okay. So many nods. It was awesome. And plus I like the way, which I know. It's not like when we're talking about it in the trailer when he does like the silhouette and like that wasn't crazy. in the film. Yeah, wasn't there. I sa- I told Sailor the same thing. I was like, because that was one of the big parts I wanted to see, like him open up the the fucking drapes, you know, and uh, arms spread out in the sil in the the light of the car. Yeah, and then the guys got the car and everything. And which was a really random kill because he nothing it, happened. It didn't matter. It didn't His matter. His entire character didn't he matter. He didn't matter. And then they just come and fucking stick him in the back of the neck, and then nobody fucking ever ask about him or anything. Well, and that's but I, yeah, I was like that fucking shadow scene wasn't in the movie. That was the only part of the movie I have a problem with. Was it just like this generation saying, "Okay, boomer, you can have this kill"? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> just because like, yeah. like I sat there the whole time, just like. Okay, so they're saying it's this girl's ex-boyfriend, but was like, which girl was it that he was the ex to? Was it the goth girl? Surely not. She was like a kid, wasn't she? That was my entire point for any of them that he would have, you know, hooked up with the summer prior. 
It's because, like, I thought about that, and I was like, well, dude, he was fucking a child. But then you think about it, and so was technically Dennis Quaid. <laughs> so you're <laughs> like, oh, well, shit. Okay, like, yeah, you were, you, like, fell in love with a teenager on a fucking forum. Well, it's a bunch of 30-somethings playing 20-year-olds. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And so that's what, but, like, when they the guy comes out, and he's just like, he does nothing in that first scene but try to act tough. And it's like if you were to put him and the jock up against each other in like a fight, I'd have been like, "Yeah, dude, that seventeen-year-old looks like he's gonna whoop your ass." So, nah, bro, I'd be okay with that. And, and then immediately, like, what three scenes later, he's fucking dead. The only thing we got out of it was he pushed a dude in a bar. Right. Like, so unless it was like, yeah, he slept with her, and now she's like, "Oh, gotta kill him." Can't let it, can't let him let anyone know that I'm like a huge stab fan or something like like that could have been the only thing, but it's like they gave us no time to wonder about that because it was just like, hey, here's this character. Fifteen minutes later, he's fucking dead, bro. It's like, yeah. oh, cool, thanks. It's like I appreciate the kill, but cool. I really loved when he said "evil dust" and I over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that this was how you need to do like a. I guess what they were calling a requel. Like this is how you could do a new reboot and, and do it right. Well, and that's, I told Phoebe, I was like, this works as either a topper for one through four to now, or it works as its own conclusion and new kickoff point. Because one of the things they say in the movie is, well, the series can only get better when it doesn't need the original characters anymore. Well, they were, they were like serving it up in the dialogue as if like, we're handing like literally handing it yeah. off to where we're done with Scream. But they've offered Nev future uh, roles, so she's yeah, all about they? it. Well, because I saw the the main girl, the uh, the Billy Loomis daughter. Yeah. Um, I saw that she signed up or was in talks for like or had some something to say about carrying on the series or. And I thought, man, maybe they are gonna like keep going with it. Yeah. Oh no, I I 100 believe this is the start of a new trilogy. But whose hand? I felt like a lot of the dialogue written in the movie was the writers like writing off to us as an audience and like oh, yeah. this generation and being like, this is. But they used it. They said it through the dialogue of the character because it was so meta that they could talk about it and and then uh you know like even Nev and and Courtney Cox like all them they could say things like we're done with this and we're handing yeah. it off and um then the way that the guy talks about the industry and how movies are these days and it's like they're basically trying to tell you exactly what how hard it is to write a movie a good movie these days but they're telling you in the fucking script so you think oh yeah that's right and they're basically uh Speak, I don't know. It felt like they were speaking instead of writing characters. They were like, we got a lot of shit to say. We're going to just do it in the dialogue of the characters in the movie. Jamie Kennedy has a channel on YouTube, and uh, he did a video immediately. There was a few videos, and he reviewed. I need to watch his because everyone said that it was like yeah, he really good. It, like right after he watched it, and he was just like, it was like meta on top of meta on top of yes, meta. Yes, exactly. That's I thought so too. So, and it was it was at one point it had me thinking like, wait, were the first scream was it a movie too? And I was like, wait, not until two though, because the first thing was like a real incident that wasn't based on a film series. But then the second one they based, so it just kept growing into itself, 
and then you forget that those characters like went through that, but it wasn't a movie the first time. Also, how long is Hollywood going to try to make me believe that uh, Dylan Minetti is a high school kid? Because uh, I watched Goosebumps in 2015 when it came out, and I already was like, that kid's not in high school, dog. <laughs> like, and now he's, I'm supposed to just assume he's a high school kid again? I was like, great. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, the kid who played Wes. And so I was like, this is, uh, this is fantastic, wonderful. <laughs> he had my like, favorite kill. Really? Yes. Ooh. Was that well? That oh, that was the the throat, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, it looked so, so practical, good. you know. Like, yeah, that was one of the the most memorable ones. Was like just straight through the side of the fucking neck. Yeah. Well, there's that. There was, I think it's when they did the Dewey slice, and then when Dewey shoots one of them, uh-huh. and I don't know if it pierces skin on whoever the killer was, or if it just hit the cloth, but you could see it like blow off. Yeah. And I was like. Fuck! I was like, I just kept finding the practical well, stuff. Just like, I was like, damn, this is fantastic. That was one Holy of shit. my favorite parts of the whole movie is when they gut uh, Dewey, and then he leans in and just says, "It's an honor." I got fucking goosebumps. Bumps. But where I feel like it could have, like it could have uh, stepped it up just a little bit, is if when he gut him, like shit fell out onto the floor. But yeah. it, it didn't. It was just like blood drops, and. They pulled that knife like way the fuck up, yeah. and I was like, "It'd be cool if something came out." But, but so. that scene was fucking dope, and him just like leaned over the like the the when the camera pulls back and you have the full shot of him like holding him, it was fucking. So, good. who do you think did that? The guy, oh, right? Oh, it, was, it was definitely like the uh, Jake Qua- Jack yeah, Quaid's yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. Um, to go back to what you said though, <laughs> just a second ago, that's the first thing that I thought about is when the elevators close and Dewey goes. You got to make sure. I just went, evil dies tonight, Phoebe. <laughs> evil dies tonight. <laughs> just like, holy shit. Like, I kept saying that to myself every fucking time. Like, something where they'd be like, we got to go back. I just like, evil dies tonight. <laughs> that was like an audible moment uh, watching that film is when you see Dewey uh, fall, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's, yeah, this is a new beginning. Like, you're gonna do it without Dewey now. Well, he got stabbed. You know, like through the whole series, it was like him new get, nerf pain every time. Yeah, dude. him getting fucking stabbed up all, all the shit, and then this time he even made a comment about it. it was like I'm used to getting stabbed, and uh, that I knew they had to kill off one of them. Yeah, and it it wasn't gonna be. I the girls. thought they were just gonna kill off all three of them, and I was gonna be like, shit, dude. But I guess that would have been like two. Up front of just like, hey, we did it. So I assume like they could have also Cox will die next. They could have also Nev killed Campbell Courtney and then and then, but maybe not Nev. Ooh. Maybe they maybe if they killed off Courtney. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. That's no. what I'm saying. I'm like, if they killed off Courtney and then they left Nev, I think that'd be a pretty cool ending too. Yep. I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> but Dewey had to had. I mean, he. It Dewey's was, Dewey, man. It was real sad. His whole fucking story was sad. You know, he's like yeah. living in the trailer and shit. There was a lot of reflection on his real life with Courtney. That's what I told Sayla. I said when they had that conversation between the two of them, it felt like them speaking to each other, but in but as characters, you yeah. know, where she's like, I'm really sorry. And he's like, I made a lot of mistakes too and shit. You know, it's like it felt like – Courtney and David having just, a conversation. You not, didn't actually they not didn't have a script. They were just like fucking directors. Yeah, we'll, we'll film now. But we'll it, film. it felt so fucking real, dude. That's the whole movie. Like it was fan fucking tastic. Well, and the the Sydney stuff felt off to me at first until she was there. Then it felt 
normal. But, like, just at first, I was like, did they just, like, pick the most random-ass place? <laughs> so, like, it's like, hey, uh, can you film for this movie? Well, I'm really busy doing this, this, and this. Hey, can we get you while you're on a jog? <laughs> just something. Like, it just felt super quick every time. And I was like, well, shit, man. Like, it's like, I want something better. And then when she was there, I was like, okay, never mind. Like, this was planned. I get it. But then, then of course, we look at $24 million and how much was Jack Quaid getting paid because he was definitely – I would assume Jack Quaid was the highest paid actor in the movie just because of no, he's man. making if that you Amazon had to bring money. Back, first off, you have to bring back the three of them, like the originals. And True. Would, the sheriff chick, too. You think they yeah. did? You think they did? Uh, yeah, the sheriff. Do you think they did um, brought back Skeet, but they like shaved him and then did a little CGI in the face? They did the de-aging. Yeah, yeah, the DH. I wondered so, that they did an interview. He did that. Yeah, okay. So he was in it too. So they had to pay him. Because yeah. uh, I, I watched, I've watched a few interviews, and uh, they didn't tell each other anything. Of course, they can't. But uh, they're like, "Well, what's what's going on with the movie?" To Skeet, and he's like, "De aging." <laughs> and seeing him was probably my favorite thing about that movie because. You're not getting littler, but you get the other one, and it's kind of weird that you feel for him at the same time. Like, yeah, because he's the killer. He's the killer guy. You know? Well, it's like it too. Like, it, it took me a minute to get used to the, like, oh, I'm his kid, and it's like, what? <laughs> I, for one second, I almost like, I almost did that. I was almost like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it for two seconds though, and then I was like. No way. This let's see how this plays out, and then yeah. I was like, "This is dope. I dig it. I really do." I, it at the end, it came back around where I was like, "This really couldn't have been a better fucking way to like bring it all back around." Like, if they continue with the series, it'll be hard for me to ever think of anything outside of this first five set of films, with five being like the fucking ultimate homage yeah. to all of them. Well, and that's because they say, talk I about stab like, eight. In 2011, which is when Scream 4 came out in 2011. And so all the shit they were talking about how bad Stab 8 was yeah. was them shit talking Scream 4. Uh, and which is hilarious for me because, like, I don't know. We were – because we, we watched them all right before we went to go watch the movie. Yeah. And, like, I pissed Johnny off because I was like, I don't know what the fuck 2 was. 3 wasn't great either, but at least it was watchable. And he goes – what did you say about Scream 2? I was like, oh, that it was a fucking disaster? And he looked at me and got so mad. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I was fucking furious through that entire movie. I saw two, like one and two when I was, you know, really young. So they, like, I didn't, I wasn't as cynical then. So I still like that. And three was pretty good. Um, I don't remember a lot of it. But four, I just remember being fucking goofy. And then, See, I, I and then liked the, the twist at the end. I was like, this is a little weird. But... That's me. That was, I've only seen four the one time because we didn't get to rewatch four With before Emma, we went. Uh, 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 from, uh, Roberts? Yeah. 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 Emma Roberts? Yeah, from Scream. I, I don't like her in anything. Really? I like Really. Emma. Scream. I just don't. She played in Coven, mm-hmm. uh, American Horror Story. I didn't like her. Then. I really just don't Black Coat's like daughter, her. man. Huh? Black Coat's daughter. <sighs> no. Crazy. Fucking A24 horror. It's uh, fantastic, dude. Did she play in that? Yeah. She's with the lead. 
Okay. Well, I could ta- I could watch that. So as long as but was, but she plays the same fucking character in everything she plays in. <laughs> so as long as she doesn't play that, so does her aunt. Then literally, <laughs> in every movie you she's don't ever fucking, been with, you don't say shit about Runaway Bride, all right? <laughs> and Pretty Woman, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what uh, Gabby says about Tom Hanks. That, oh, is he just he plays the same character? Yeah. I've got so many good stories about her hating Tom Hanks, but uh, <laughs> we can save that for later. But but yeah, so that's like one to me is just a perfect movie. So and that this one felt like one. Yeah, exactly. And so it was I supposed just, to. I was so happy. But like I said, yeah, this could. I think this could it, be the I've, cash in of the end of a series, or it could be the start of something brand new. I feel like and I kind of want it to be kept, something brand new. You kept wondering what they were going to do that was new. And when it felt familiar, it didn't feel like it was shoving it in your fucking yeah. face. Like, hey, look, this is we're going. This is from the first one. We're going back to the first one. This is how we're doing it. We're doing it the same way. There's no twist. There's like, this is basically they're going to say the same thing. It's going to have the same. It it may even take place in the same fucking house. No, and that's they're like on that note. Phoebe it, looked at me it, halfway or like ten minutes into like one of the parts and went, ah, oh, that's the old house. It literally. What the fuck are you talking about? And then it does the door out, and it's the same house. I'm like, get the fuck out. What it literally fuck? uses a kill to influence another kill. When they're the kids, or when the girl is sitting on the couch watching Stab, when they're sitting on the couch, and it's it's like fucking Three Steps Meadow, where then he comes in in the back, and you're like, she's watching exactly what's going to fucking happen. And it's like it, it was those great homages that where they didn't have to go far from like the source material to write this movie, but they did it so well that every time it seemed like it wasn't just shoved down your throat, but whenever it was given to you, you were like, okay, that's cool. And then by that time you get to the end of the movie, you're like, I guess I didn't know I needed that, but that was fucking great. That's how I felt. There was oh, yeah. like the Randy shrine and like, I guess yeah. that was his niece talking. Yeah. And, I was like, "Oh shit, she's being the new Randy." The way she was talking, yeah. yeah. So that's I like the the beginning thing where they're in the they're in like the little uh, what were they talking about? Because they they basically have a conversation that's the same conversation from two, to where they're talking about sequels and requels. Yeah, and it's the conversation from two of like, well, the second movie is never fucking better than the first one, and stuff like that, and so it just keeps. It's funny because that aesthetic throughout the whole movie. We've come around so far from what was it, ninety seven, from Scream One. We've come around so far, but full circular back in trends to where even the kids in this movie were dressed in ninety style because that's, that's how kids fucking now. dress again twenty years later. It's so it's like they still got to even use the same wardrobe and shit and style because that's how people fucking dress now is like in the nineties. Well, so we were we were talking about this the other day. Me and Johnny were, and that's why I wish he could have been here because it would have been great to get your take on this too. Because mm-hmm. you, I know you're gonna you're gonna be that guy that's just like hell yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> just because like it's horror, and so like you're gonna give it that not that benefit of the doubt right out the gate. And so I got super stoked for this. And after I left it, I told Johnny I was like I haven't felt that way since I watched Happy Death Day. Because when I left Happy Death Day, I was like I'm actually absolutely fine with everything and every way this played out and then two ended and i felt the same way and i was like this is what i want right now and then that's how scream made me feel and then the only thing i can think of next that can do that is x and i'm hoping that x just doesn't fucking suck well x is gonna give it to you okay um (laughs) is this the kid cutting movie i no, nothing i know of 
I think it's an A24. It's an A24 movie that's coming out. I think it's about these people like making a porn movie, but it's like this crazy lady. I don't think from the way the trailers look. I think it is. I think I think Kid Cudi's in that project. I don't know. Who's Kid Cudi? Uh, he's a rapper, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been in some movies and shit. But uh, but no, like, because I saw the trailer for it just a few days before Scream, and then it was on Scream, and like that was the first time Phoebe saw it. She was like, "Oh, like that does look good," which Johnny didn't agree because Johnny, yeah, you're gonna hate it. Hates Texas Chainsaw as as we got into that conversation once before. So it says X is an upcoming American slasher film written, directed, and edited by Ty West. Um, Ty West does those like The House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. That's yeah yeah okay. Um, the film stars Mia Goth, Kid Cudi, Jenna Ortega, and Brittany Snow. Oh, okay. It's scheduled to be released March 18th. So I've only seen because he posts like the fucking poster for it and shit. Yeah. Um, what's it about? I didn't see the trailer. So for it's it. a group of people that they go out to make a porno, and they don't have a studio, so they basically rent this guy's. I guess like farmhouse or secondary house, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, just you know, wife's really sick. She's not well. Um, if you see her walking around, don't bother her. You know, try to stay away from her." And like things start happening at night, and she's trying start to dying. get porn. And I really think that the whole movie is like it's going to be something weird, is what I think because it's a twenty four. Like something else is killing them, not the wife. The wife's just legitimately fucking. Like senile and crazy, and just has no idea what she's doing is what I think is going to happen. But there's no way to tell until I'll see it. Huh. But I'll have it, to watch gives, it gives Johnny Texas Chainsaw vibes, so he's already like, I don't want to watch it. Man. And I'm, I'm just you don't like, want bro, to come if on. it's like that, man. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to watch that one. I haven't watched any trailer for it, but for some reason, I was like, yeah, I'll watch that. Uh, because I you I, haven't I, watched a trailer for it. I don't think I have. You know, do you we'll, wanna, we'll, we'll do a trailer trash at the end of the episode for it. Well, there's so many, uh, like, I didn't like a lot of 2000s horror films, and yeah. a lot I didn't even give a chance. Like, you just said, Happy Death Day. I don't think I, I ever watched I that. I haven't seen that either. It's Okay, then I will say for both of you, I would highly recommend it just because it feels, because it, it's got those comedy aspects in it, but I feel that the comedy is only there to make you sympathize with her and make it Is this it the girl not, that, wait, like, has, she, it's like a Groundhog? It's, it's horror Groundhog's Day. Okay. And so the only reason the comedy is there is because you're trying to, she's now lived how many thousands of days and she's losing her fucking mind. So the comedy is there to try to get you to, to laugh and joke it off. But it's like, no, sure. Like her whole mind is fucking breaking because she can't get out of this. Well, Bill Murray and, is losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he it's one to kill of those himself like, constantly. Yeah, over and over. <laughs> but like the whole killer aspect of it and like slasher aspect of it, I was like, I didn't think, I was like, damn, I left that movie just fucking stoked because I think the movie I had watched before it was like, Wish box or something like that by the same studio, and I was like, "Fuck, this was bad." But then I watched Happy Death Day, and I was like, "Okay, never mind. Hold up, let's get going." And then watching part two, I was like, "Okay, this is just going to be a shitty cash in because they made a lot of money." And it was really fucking good, but they added like a sci-fi aspect to it and like a deeper story of like some of the characters from the first movie. And you were like, "Oh, okay." And then like it ends on a cliffhanger. Not really a cliffhanger, but it ends with like a thing of like, hey, do y'all want to do this? And they're like, sure. And now they're legitimately like, hey, we're making a third movie. And so, and apparently Freaky is supposed to be just as good, but I haven't watched it yet either. Freaky um, with the Vince Vaughn? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's the same team. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. It is okay. So I see. It is like blended in, but where it's it's a gory slasher. Yeah, but it's and that's, really silly. And I hadn't felt that way about a slasher movie since watching Scream for the first time. I did. Yeah. And then watching this one gave me that feeling again. And I was like, okay, so yeah. I was Ash like, this is what Evil I want. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. That series was a fucking fantastic uh, extension of there's, Evil Dead. I'll I'll be the first one to say there's never been a bad Evil Dead. Of any kind, no. I mean, so. three was three insane, but <laughs> three is hilarious. Yeah, but it's where, great. where else are you gonna get a? Um, that's why. Remember, the reboot was fantastic. Remember that dance scene that everybody hates in Spider Man Three was supposed to be an army of darkness. So you remember that? Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason they did it. Oh, because uh, Sam Raimi. Yep, Sam Raimi. Uh, He's Bruce, like, I'll just pocket this one. Bruce and somebody else absolutely refused. Like, absolutely not. And he was like, I'm getting <laughs> a fucking dance scene, man. <laughs> That's fucking great. But uh but yeah, to go back to did either one of you find any more what were some more like the Easter eggs? Uh it's not really an Easter egg because everybody noticed, I'm sure. But I love the fact that you immediately hear Roger Jackson's voice as Ghostface. Yes. Yeah. He got to it was the same exact fucking same chills you get the first time you watched yep. it. And, and that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> You think they did the same thing? They didn't let him see the new kids and stuff? I think that would be Because he never awesome. met the – like when they originally did the movie, he never met, met any, of, any them. of them. As to intensify the uh, – you know, for them to play up the the uncomfort that the uh, – like Nev and all them felt. I, I would hope they did because that would be fantastic. Of just like, hey, man uh, – or, or he suggested it. Of like, I don't want to meet him. I just want to do my parts. I'd be like, oh. Okay, hell yeah, dude. Let's go. You remember in uh, the new Halloween where he's in the kitchen after he stabs the lady in the neck with, with the, the light? The light and then knives. he's just pulling knives <laughs> yeah. and stabbing that dude. That was a really like intense scene. I, I thought Ghostface was doing some like intense parts. Yeah, like, he like that. Kept stabbing and stuff. Maybe that's Dewey's part. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's what I told Selah, too. I was like, there was one person who fucking got it. And I was like, damn, like when you think it's over, she just keeps stabbing. Well, and that's uh, because there's that that opening scene, too, is just he gets her Mm. a lot, like four or five good times and a bunch of other small ones. But like the way the actress sold it the whole time of just like. I felt that shit. And I was like, ha, ah, no. Like, holy shit. Like, why would you do that? It feels fucking crazy to me to have watched Scream at such a young age and then know that this movie takes place 25 years later. Like, it was released the same month 25 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I would have been five when the first movie came out. So yeah. It's wild, dude. That's insane, man. Yeah. It's it's crazy shit, man. Of just like one, we're getting old, <laughs> so that, that sucks. But it's like at least like the last few years, I've found horror movies that I enjoy again. They've and been, that's making me super happy. There have been some really good ones that have come about, but I I'm into that elevated horror that they were shitting on as far as like Hereditary mm-hmm. and Midsummer. I like that shit. I still haven't watched Midsummer. Yeah, I like Hereditary. I'll, did I tell you about Hereditary when I watched it? 
Maybe. Like, it just felt like a good movie. Yeah. None of it felt intense or horror the whole time to oh, me. what? It I just stopped breathing. Like, oh, no. <laughs> there was nothing in it that made me jump, made me scared. I didn't feel different about anything. I was like, yeah, that was just a great fucking movie. Holy shit. And I still haven't watched Midsummer. I need to. When I went to PA HorrorCon and Phyllis Rose introduced me to Damien Moffey because we all went to dinner together, uh, it's like, so what movies is he in? She's like, he's in Haunt and The Strangers sequel, Pray at Night. And then he was going to be at Texas Frightmare like the next month. So I, I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to watch your films now. Now that I know who you are and just tell you what I really think. I wasn't planning on watching them. I'm so glad I did because Haunt was amazing. I don't know if you've watched either. I, I, I don't think What's I have. Haunt? Wait, is it the one on Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix. Uh, it's like it's a Halloween movie. They they go to some warehouse for yeah 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 and it yeah just, like a they a get trapped house. in there pretty much yeah like kind of like a fun house yeah and uh, huh I did watch that and it was it was solid. I the, well, see, I, I think it's on Netflix. I, I've seen two like what I call horror carnival movies that I'm like, because like Bloodfest, absolutely fantastic every time I watch it. And I just rewatched it with Phoebe like not too long ago. And I was like, yep, still holds up to me. And then there was, um, oh, fuck, dude. I don't remember. There's another one though to where it's like, oh, there's a horror carnival in town. And the Hellfest. Dudes, Hellfest, yeah. Yeah. I liked it too. I, I Not get, far was, off from They're Blood the exact Fest. same yeah, movie, yeah. except one's a comedy. But I was like, oh, cool. It was just Bloodfest, but actual horror. Got it. I haven't <laughs> seen like, Hellfest, but it kind of looks like Haunt. Hellfest okay. was good. I, I watched see, it. If that's what, if with that, like, I'll give that a shot then, just because yeah. I enjoyed both those movies the first time around. So. Well, I was looking up, like, I was getting really tired of wasting time on just, like, stupid shit. And so I was like, what yeah. were, what are some, so I was doing some research, like, trying to find some of the best rated horror films, like, uh, Amongst the audience, you know, yeah. not critics and shit. And uh, on a lot of lists came up um, Hellfest yeah. for, what, a couple of years good. ago. And I watched it, and I was like, it was really solid. And then the la- like f- final little twist at the end, I was like, that's fucking terrifying. That may be the, m- the most horrifying part of the whole fucking yeah. movie. It was really good, though. But for just a little ra- rainy day watch, yeah, that, that's literally why I watched it. Is there was nothing else to do one day? I was off work, and I was like, yeah, sure. Watch how was it. How was Strangers too, dude? I I don't even know if I watched the first one. I, I swear I did. I know I my did. My wife loves watching those kind of movies, but I watched a second one just because dude was in it. It's like, all right, I'm gonna tell you what I think. Uh, and I was like, man, that was one of my favorite ones of 2021. Okay, yeah. I'll have to give it a shit, a check. I have it. I just like my voodoo is just filled to the brim with shit that I add that I'm like I'm never gonna watch or will watch eventually and or I'll put stuff I was dude, I went through my voodoo and my PlayStation the other day to be like, what movies and games do I have that I not know about? Phoebe's asked me for so much stuff, it's all there. And I was like, Hey, don't worry about it. I crossed all those things off the list. She was like, How much did you spend? I was like, Fucking nothing. I already owned all of it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> so good. I was like, Would you look at that? But but, yeah, it's like uh, there's new – which Johnny sent it to me. I don't know if they're still working on it or not, but new uh, Hell House. Oh, really? And it's a prequel. Oh, okay. And so it – To, like, like, maybe the original? To be why – what happened in the cornfield? What happened inside the house that night? Why did – why were both quarantined off? Why What what went wrong at the carnival and at the at the house that made this go so bad? And I was like, I'm in. And Johnny, like, because Johnny sent it to the thread, and I was like, absolutely. 
100 percent and my buddy Tom was like, I guess I'm going to watch these movies since you guys are fucking talking about it. I was like, all three are fucking phenomenal. I said it before on here, but yeah, that was one of the best movies, uh, like horror films that you had, like, that I'd gotten into for a long time that you turned me on to. I yeah, was man. like, I was showing everybody, I was like, you got to fucking watch this oh, movie. Oh, any, anytime someone asks me, they're like, hey man, what's a what's a newer horror movie that you <laughs> think is great? I'm like, Hell House, one, two, three, just sit there and watch all three. <laughs> yeah. Have, have six hours with nothing to do and just go press play. Even, I don't know, I mean, like, I don't, I haven't watched three yet, but two was... Two was okay. Two was like, good. It was Three good, is the perfect but, cap. But one one was just so fucking good as a standalone if, that if it was I would have never gotten two or three, it. one is still a perfect movie by itself, yeah. in my opinion. Like the Matrix. So, yeah. <laughs> Even though Reloaded's a better movie. Reloaded's good. It's not better than the first. <laughs> I think it is. No, I don't that's think me, I like horror movies every year. There's there'll be years where I'm oh, like, yeah. there wasn't yeah, anything. There was nothing good. But twenty twenty uh there was one called Smiley Face Killers with yeah. Crispin Glover. Have yeah. you watched that? I haven't watched it, but every single person lately has been saying that it's so good. There was not great acting because it was like some kids and it was their probably first thing, but it it's not predictable the way it ends and it's so dark. And just, just watch it to, for the okay. last 20 minutes. It's like, wow, that's a good one. Well, and that's what I would say about Hellfest is Hellfest wasn't, like, the best acting I've ever seen by any means, but, like, the last half of that movie, you're just like, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> what is happening? And then Bloodfest, I knew what I was getting myself into. It's a Rooster Teeth movie, and I was like, okay, they hired a few actors. They've got some of their own people playing characters. I don't expect it to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then when it ended and I was, like, smiling ear to ear, I was like, okay, that was fantastic. I'm happy. Yeah. So I was like, I'm down for stuff like that. Like, I just... I don't always have to have the best, like acting. Like uh, we were talking about uh, after dark or not afterwards after or full moon last time we were all together. And um, my favorite movie that I saw at the that that film festival, like it wasn't the best acting by any means by a long shot, but it was the best story I saw all mm. weekend. Now the movie, like I said, the movie that won like the House of the Devil or whatever that's all over Shudder and everything now. Like, I never actually got to watch it, so I never got to see what it was about. But for the day I went, the five movies we watched, that was my absolute favorite. And I was like, that was a brilliant story. Um, fuck this. Like, the twist at the end, I was like, that's fantastic. I'm out of here. Holy shit, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So I'm absolutely down for it. doesn't have to be the best acting. I understand people got to start somewhere. Uh, if you were a kid when I was watching, like, USA Up All Night on Friday and Saturday nights, like, after hours, they would show the worst of the worst, like, the B-movies that it was just for comedic value and boobs. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, man, I've got a folder. It would, like, I I went through it for years trying to find – I downloaded, like, every film they ever showed, and it's a massive folder. But I can just randomly click a movie, and I'm like – this is a great film because it's so bad. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way because when it comes to like genres, I think I had this talk with Phoebe the other day, like going through my collection, talking about movies I can watch over and over. I was like, I think sci-fi is that genre for me to where I can find things. And she was like, I was watching something and she was like, the acting is so bad. And I was like, but is it not so fantastic? throughout the entire movie. And so, like, at the end, she was laughing, and then the next day she was telling someone that they needed to watch it. And they were like, do you have a copy? And she actually fucking did at the store. (laughs) I started laughing. And I was just like, 
holy shit, there's no way. Like, I was like, you just talked shit about this last night. And she was like, yeah, I know. But it was, you know, I thought about it and it's like, it was funny. I was like, the problem was it wasn't supposed to be funny. We were just stoned and it ended up being funny. <laughs> she was like, yeah, but that still works. And I was like, okay, cool. And, but yeah, I've, I've sat there and watched so many B sci-fi and B horror movies that like someone will just be like, why? Like, well, that's like, what I did growing up. My, what, uh, why did I watch the Jurassic games? The world will never fucking know, but I now know that humans can beat dinosaurs in a, a Hunger Games mentality. So we're all good now. Well, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, I worked uh, this summer at Silver Screen f- with my stepmom that one year, and I uh, would I ran through all the movies like fucking every day. I was taking home like a stack of movies and watching them all night, and then I'd get up and come Pre-Netflix. in the morning. Pre Netflix, dream dude. baby, <laughs> and then and then so I I started just. Everything horror, I was like, I just started at one end of the shelf and just yeah. worked my way down, and I got into some really like uh, low key backdoor shit that a lot of people don't know of, and then I got into some really so fucking you went in the, goofy shit. The adult section? No, they didn't have an adult <laughs> section, unfortunately. <laughs> Not that I know of. Damn, you had so you had a good uh, a good rental store then. Oh yeah, see, like, all of mine had a shady back room. <laughs> yeah, but you were like, uh oh. <laughs> but uh, no, dude, I feel it, dude. There was. During the summers were, of course, when me and my friends, like, it was two movies a night or something. And we, like, we basically lived at our buddy Terry's house is basically what summers were. I was just like, you'd be there for three, four days. They'd make you go home and then all of you would go to the same house. And then you would just come back, like, two days later. (laughs) Dude, we had a movie membership at, like, every video store in town. And I can remember to this day where each one was. But there was, it wasn't my favorite, but there was one. (laughs) Where I think it's Best Way over by Walmart on Albert Pike. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that was, what that video store was, but they had like rent five movies for $5 and it's it was VHS days and like uh, we'd just go and that'd so be our weekend. So where Best Way is like this, it was the one that went long ways, right? It was where Best Way was. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I remember when uh, Movie Gallery was over there because they were the weirdly shaped Movie Gallery and they had that independent kids room. And I was like, this is so wacky. I want to go I want to go to this one. And then it was like a different corporate. (laughs) So you had to have a different membership. (laughs) Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that's fun. We'll sign up. It's okay. (laughs) But no, I was the same way, man. I had two or three different like memberships and then the one that was right in front of our house you didn't have to have a membership you could just rent a movie i was like you're being real cautious my guy hoping someone's gonna bring these vhs's back to you i can remember in 87 88 it's weird i can remember that but, <laughs> uh, i i was obsessed with freddy back then i still am but nightmare 4 was coming out and they were like prom- promoting the hell out of that one because it was like the mtv nightmare nightmare he had a specials and stuff and well back then if you wanted a movie really bad <laughs> like they they sold tapes at kmart or whatever oh yeah if you wanted a movie that was coming out like it was like 75 bucks for a vhs tape. oh yeah and i remember my mom ordered me nightmare four and just as soon as i saw like the back of the box where his sweaters opened up and you see the chest of souls yeah and, like i just there was nothing better back then, and uh, I miss video stores. Dude. I do I, too, man. I do too. But I want to have – I told Johnny I want to have a roundtable just discussing just video stores. I remember and, going um, into like my – you know, my 
all of them had fucking tanning beds in them too like tanning stations and so my mom would uh go tan and then i'd walk around and look at the movies and then look at the fucking n64 games and then you would pick the take the little peg off the hook and take it up to the front you know and they'd still i still remember vhs style fucking because i either to get out of the house when i was a kid during the week you either went with your mother while she went to go tan or you stay at the fucking house. Or you say, or bring me something back. Yeah, so like my mom and Beck, if you want to choose movies, yeah. you're going to come with me. Pick a Mario Party again, please. <laughs> I would yell things. She'd be like, cool, you have to come with me. And so I'd go sit in the lobby of tanning salon while she would tan. And so I knew like five different like tanning reps from around town. Yeah. Like, oh, hi, Jenna. How are you? Well, and she'd be like, hi, dude. If I didn't beat a game yet and I wasn't done playing it, I would hide it and then like whenever she'd be like do you want to go i'd be like no i'm okay and she would forget and then the person would tell her like hey uh you got that game you're supposed to bring back this time she's like god damn it so she'd come home and be like where's that game i'm sorry i'm not done with it yet give me just a few more days but dude that was the same way i miss it i want to have that's a discussion i definitely want to sit down and have if everybody was like video game or not video game but rental store stories yeah because that's why this podcast started man is because me and you were already trying to figure out what we wanted to do show-wise together, and then I watched the last Blockbuster, oh, and yeah. I sat there crying. And I don't miss Blockbuster. I like the mom and pop. Our, our Blockbuster, Blockbuster was fucking awful. I think I went into it twice. Yeah, It might have been good. It, was but, but huge, it might have been good, though, but it was one of those things that like I was so used to in front of my house was a mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Right up the road, there was a gas station called DNR. They had a mom and pop attached to them, and then movie gallery, which was Hollywood Video first, I believe, was right across the road. And so there were three movie places right there, and so I'll just constantly go that way. Dude, I just remember like being you drive by and you still see that building as like uh, a a dentist, it's a a dentist office, pediatric dentist. Where my kid goes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And back in my day, we fucking printed movies here. Sure, Dad, can I get my braces fixed now, please? Yeah, but you you remember like. this window it, it here was, was filled with the water boy. Yeah, exactly, dude. It was so big, and I just remember like getting out of the car and walking up the steps, which felt like a like big steps. And then you go in, and you're like, "Fuck!" Oh, and the blockbuster, and it was it was so front and center on the street. There's nothing else around it. All the shops yep. are like tucked around behind it. And you just had the big fucking blockbuster sign. And uh, I got a few years of that until, like, Movie Gallery came out over yeah. on Albert Pike, and then so my parents started going over there. See, the Albert, like I said, the Albert Pike one was cool. I was the one, I always went to the one on Airport. And then I had a buddy that his was – it was easier because of where they lived. It was easier to go to the one on Central. Yeah. And so we'd go there. But then there was another mom and pop that opened, I'd say, about two years into my parents using Movie Gallery up the road close to Lake Hamilton High School. And that's the movie store that we used – until like from almost the first week they were open until the day they shut down. And then the day they shut down, they literally asked my mom, he was like, Hey, tell the boys they can come in here and buy movies. I'll sell them movies for cheap. And so me and Harry went in and anything that had a case to it, we were just putting on the counter and he baked two dollars, two dollars, two dollars. We were like, Let's fucking go, dude. Hell yeah. So but yeah. I knew I was the thing I like about video stores is I knew people that I still have no idea who they actually are to this day, but I was pissed off at them. Because I'd be like, hey, man, still no Tony Hawk, too? But nah, man, that Chris guy still outside. I'd be like, fuck you, Chris Spears, you piece <laughs> of shit. And then, like, just never know who he is. But I knew he had uh, Tony Hawk checked out for 723 days. <laughs> Damn. They, they for some reason, back. they just didn't give up on it. 
So do you have any final thoughts on Scream? I hope there's more. I want two more, man. Give me two more. I want a trilogy with this cast. Yeah? Just because I think it would be – I think it would work. Um, I think the way Ghostface felt just as fucking terrifying as he did in 96 in this film, um, the way the kids – like carried themselves, everything. Like she was fucking psychotic, and she was not the most psychotic person in the movie. In the movie yeah. And so it's like even the like, fucking pulling the blood off the knife. Yeah, like those like, little homages that were so great. Dude, just little goth girl and like watching Jack. I told when Phoebe asked me why I thought it was gonna be Jack Quaid, I went because I want to see a heel turn. And she went why, and I went because everything I've seen Jack Quaid and he's a good guy. I gotta see him. I gotta see him be a bad guy. Give me that heel turn. Yeah, he just and looked happened, in the trailer like the fucking killer. Like, dude, like that's my favorite thing is Dewey calling it. Yeah, like it's always it's always the boyfriend. Somebody like let's go, let's go, and it's just and then him pointing that out. Like he fucking called it first try. He got it. I was like, holy shit, that's fantastic. Uh, no, I if I had to give it out of what we do out of five, so I'd say five. Yeah, five reels. Yeah, it was five reel for me. Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think? We 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 rate on a real. How real was it? I love the first movie. Yeah. Uh, after that, it just kind of got worse and worse. It seemed like, but this new one, you know, it was it was fun. I like it. I liked it better than I thought I would. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah. I'll give it a four. Whatever. Four. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Because so, I, there was no stew. So no stew. No stew. Yeah. We would have so got, got the Lillard. You heard it first. That's three five reels. Five fives. <laughs> <laughs> the averages. Did you, did you have anything else written down you wanted to go over? Oh, today? yeah. Well, it, it's funny because there was birthdays when we first talked. And then, like, Skeet Ulrich turned 52 recently. Holy Ooh. shit. Like, when we were supposed to come up here and talk. I mean, was, yeah, if he was 25 yeah. when he did the movie. Uh, they're actually doing a screen cast reunion, kind of like what we did at at Texas Frightmare, but it's okay. it's Matt Lillard, Skeet, Nev, and Jamie. Really? Okay. All four of them. And I don't know if they'll announce more. I doubt it because they kind of already have the promotional thing with just those four faces, and they're the key players unless they got Dewey again. Which yeah. He was there, and I didn't meet him. He was just in the, one of the photo ops I did. But uh, oh, yeah. that was the scream stuff. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm doing a convention. I'm not doing it, but I'm going to one. Uh, Hell in yeah, Bastrop, Texas. It's like southeast of um, Austin, like 30 minutes. But um, it's called Cult Classic Convention. It's uh, February 25th through the 27th at, uh, and it doesn't say the convention center, but it's in Bastrop. Bastrop Convention and Exhibit Center, 1408 Chestnut Street. But there's uh, cast members from Texas Chainsaw, Part 2, Felissa Rose, um, Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, hell yeah. They've got a DeLorean, like, in Back to the Future. You've got a Weird Science reunion. Um, Damn. It, a lot of dope shit. It, but I've met almost everybody at this thing, so <laughs> I'm going just because there's nothing better to do. And, like, Feel I kind of support that dude uh, who's who bought the gas station because he's putting that on. Uh, he's got so many plans, and, like, it's it's nice when he calls me and tells me, uh, well, I bought the, 
the diesel truck from the end of chainsaw and re restoring it or I bought the same model truck from part two that yuppies got killed in and we're going to have it all on display and he's got another thing he's doing I can't even talk about right now but when he gives me hell yeah day, yeah when you uh, Texas Frightmare. See what we need to do. Yeah, is get when you this get guy that, on to talk about Texas Chainsaw. That's what I'm saying. As soon as you get information that you can put out there, come here and and, and let's tell everybody first. Uh, I found out today, John Larroquette. If you watch Texas Chainsaw from '73, there's an intro where he he does like it tells a story of what's what's about to happen. It's like five kids. Uh, and the Texas heat and all this. And uh, it's John Larroquette from Night Court. Uh, he voiced that. And that was in 73. They're putting out a new Texas Chainsaw on Netflix February 18th. And he's narrating this one, too. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Which I had somebody. that's I saw that they were adding new things to Netflix. And one of them being Texas Chainsaw. And I was like. Is this so? I don't, like, is this a new thing? Yeah. So I have a I have a friend. I won't say his name because he has really shitty takes on horror. Period. He said that he's seen a part of it that leaked onto Reddit mm. and that it was really fucking good. And then he's heard from people that it's really good. And I was like, I'm gonna wait <laughs> until I see it for myself before I believe this person of all people because their take on horror is a little rough so uh, I'm stoked for it though I think that'll be cool I don't think we have to wait long I think it's coming out very soon yes yeah, we'll uh, all do a little review on that Marilyn Burns who played the first screen queen really at the end of the original Chainsaw she's been dead and gone for uh, the last decade but uh, what they're doing with this new one I don't know what exactly what it is but they're having her character so maybe it's like to the day after or something yeah uh, which would be cool uh, they kind of did that in Texas Chainsaw 3D, uh, but it, they had a different thing happen at the, the end of it. Hell yeah. Um, Halloween Ends is filming right now. Yep. And its release date is October 14th. Evil this Ends this year. Okay. Yeah. Is it is it this year that it's <laughs> yeah. coming out? I don't yeah. know why I thought for some reason it wasn't coming until 2023. No, because part of it. They filmed part of it while filming yeah. Kills. So... And April 29th through May 1st, go to uh, DFW Hyatt Regency, um, Texas Frightmare Weekend. Hell yeah. They've got an Elm Street 3 reunion with everybody and Freddy's back. And uh, the little Scream reunion I talked about, Bill Mosley. Uh, that Scream reunion would be perfect for it all by itself. Uh, I think the photo op with those four is like two hundred fifty dollars. I can see it. Damn, I can see it. Well, I always threw way too much money at this stuff, but uh, I, I do the same thing for wrestling, so I understand. It'll be my fourth time eating Freddy Krueger, but I don't care. That dude's getting old, and he's an icon. So yeah. So, with all of that being said, you guys heard it here first. We absolutely thought the new screen movie was certified fresh, like it deserves its rating to be. So once again, you can hit us up on. All the socials, facebook.com slash semi social movie club. Hit us up there or, you know, send a like, like all the posts, comment on them, engage with us. Let's get some stuff going. Uh, you can also head over to Instagram and Twitter at semi social MC where we'll be posting all of our nifty little posters that AJ puts together so very damn well that it scares me sometimes. 
And then um, all the rest of our stuff that you can see will be scattered between all three of those. So please go give us a like and a follow, subscribe on all of those. Uh, some more things coming in the near future we're stoked about. We're happy to be back for the year. It's pretty damn awesome. We're not going to tell you what the next few movies are because we want them to be a surprise for the beginning of the year. It's going to be super awesome. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. We love you all so much. Keep it real. Hit up Texas Frightmare. What was the other one? Cult Classic Convention. Cult Classic Convention. And uh, if you want more horror news, go to Party Like a Monster. Treks Through Horrorland on Facebook. That's my group. Boom. Get all your horror needs there. Hit us up on all the socials. You'll hear all of our wonderful voices again this year on the Semi-Social Movie Club. Thank you all so much. For me, for AJ, and for Jimmy, we'll see you guys next time. Keep watching movies. Adios, you fuckheads. (laughs) (laughs) That was dope. I know, right? This production is brought to you by Vapor Valley Noise Cult.